we're living in right now and we're not going to waste a whole lot of time getting straight down to the brass tacks of what we think is going on in the united states of america this is modern day civil war if you want to know the truth without weapons and i i sure in the hell don't promote anybody doing anything violent or losing their head or anything like that but we are in one hell of a situation in the united states of america i i i never dreamed in my life that a former president of the United States personal residence would be raided 18 months after said president left office. I am scared to death for this country. If they can do that to him, you know they're going to do it to you eventually. And it might not be the, the top echelon at the FBI doing it, but hang on, folks. Just hang on. You have reached the Bushels and Barrels program. I'm so glad that you're here. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok is where you can find me. As usual, my beautiful patriotic bride is sitting right here beside me. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. What a week. What a week. I'm. Are you scared for the country? Yes. But I but I started being scared after the January 6, 2020. Yeah, one. but it yeah. got taken to a whole new level on Monday. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I, I've got so many thoughts, I, I and I know that I'm going to miss a lot of them as we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to make the whole podcast about this because I've got a lot of stories that that are worthy of, of, of dissecting here yeah. that have nothing to do with Trump's compound being raided. Mm. Um. But man, I it just guys, this is serious. Mm-hmm. This is I don't care if you were the biggest liberal Democrat in the world. Is turnabout fair play here? Republicans will take back over at some point. I hope it's twenty two and twenty four. But if they do, liberals, think about this: is turnabout fair play? Let's just assume that Ron DeSantis, not Trump, Ron DeSantis wins the presidency in 24. Now, we don't even know if he's running. But I'm just trying to take Trump out of the equation. Let's say that Ron wins, and we have a Republican-led Senate and a Republican-led House. You liberals, are you okay with turnabout being fair play? That's where we're at. What do you think, Jess? It's hard to not think about uh, America without a Trump. You know, for me, it's hard. It's hard for me to not think just, about. Just we're not. I'm not I mean, trying to make I, this. I'm trying to make the issue. Oh, the sure. fact That a, pre, a former president home got raided. That's right. the issue here. But at, but at the same time, I'm like, we wouldn't be so uh, awake and willing to stand if it weren't for Trump. You know, we wouldn't be because because you hear you've got Andrew Cuomo and Chris Cuomo out there making statements about how wrong it is. Horrible for the liberals. And, yes. And yes, they are extreme liberals. And um, they're the ones making comments saying the FBI better come up with a really good excuse for raiding a, a former president's home. You know, so I, it's hard for me to like take Trump out of the equation because we wouldn't be so fired up if it weren't for him. Because he fired up the base back in 2015, remember? And well, that's sure. when he started gaining, 
gaining, and I feel like this has done nothing but fire up his base again, and then wake up more people on the left to show to show how how dirty you know the this administration is. Yeah. What gets me is that Trump installed Ray Chris Chris Ray in 2017. That's what gets me. Yeah. But um. So and he's the director of the FBI for people who don't know. It's a it's a scary time for sure, for it, sure. You know, I I am not promoting any sort of violence whatsoever. This is a time that, I mean, we who are patriotic, freedom loving individuals of this country, the, the me and you, and and whenever I say me and you, I'm not talking to Jess necessarily. I'm talking to me and you, the person that's listening to me on the other end of this radio right now. They want us. To lose our shit. And, and to go mad. And to go mad and mm-hmm. and and try and go storm your... Go, go find one of these liberals. Go find one of these FBI, FBI agents, a CIA agent, and do something really, really stupid. Mm-hmm. They're baiting us. Mm. Don't take the bait. So there was a guy who stormed an Ohio FBI office... This Since week. this happened, mm-hmm. yeah, that's with, what they want us to do with a nail gun and a and another gun, a nail gun. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyways, the guy ended up dead. They said it was an FBI standoff, but I don't know. He went into the building and then left the building, and he fleed the scene, and then he's he's now deceased. I couldn't tell you the guy's name, but that did happen this week. So, and you see, and now that I, I mean, now that we've watched all this happen. Mm-hmm. That guy right there very well could have been a liberal plant. Right. Because I don't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, no one. Mm-hmm. That might have been the the this week's Ray Epps. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But d- don't lose your shit, guys. Be mad. Don't forget. But don't lose your shit. Don't, don't do something really, really stupid just because you see a D behind somebody's name. Mm-hmm. Sh- show them what you think. During the next election. And that's why I think it's important to, to keep voting. I do. Yeah, I do, too. I mm-hmm. do, too. Now, some people will tell me that well, I'm not going to vote. They're just going to steal it anyway. Okay, well, then shut up, and I don't want to hear a word that you have to say. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't bitch. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you didn't do it because you're not voting one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But in all actuality, I mean, if you really want to peel back the lid, I wish... And there's no way to know until after we're long gone, and I don't. And at that point, we might not care. I wish I could see uh, Thomas Jefferson's face right now. Mm. Yeah, I, I I don't know, but from what I do know, reading history is that our founding fathers would say this right here is why we put the Second Amendment mm-hmm. in our Constitution. Mm-hmm. This right here. And I'm not promote. I'm not telling anybody. I, I, as a matter of fact, I'm telling you, don't do it. But to protect yourselves from a tyrannical government. And that's what we're, that's what we are witnessing. Well, this we've been is, witnessing it for years. A lot of people. And I think that I would be on the side where never in my life would I think that we would need to use our Second Amendment to take back our government. Never, never in my life would I have thought, oh, that's, that's the reason why we have the second amendment because I, I, it, because the government wouldn't do that. (laughs) They wouldn't put American people in harm's way. 
they wouldn't take away all of our freedoms without us knowing. You know, that, that was my mindset beforehand. Before, yeah. And I think really COVID-19 is what woke up, well, it woke me up, the yeah. unconstitutional way that they were doing things. And now, you know, that the vaccines have been worldwide Look pushed. how far we've come in 18 months. It's I not know. even been two years. I know. Look how far we've come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so <laughs> like I said, I've got so many things that I could say. I've got notes. And if you want to talk about just chicken scratching on a piece of paper, that's what I've got in front of me right now. There's no way I'm going to get all this into this podcast in any sort of order. But where are the paid? I, I realize the FBI, all they were doing was carrying out what the Department of Justice told them to do. Where are the patriots in the FBI? The good guys, Mm -hmm. the guys with a conscience. Where are they at? If I was in the FBI and they said, you're going to have to go raid Barack Obama's house, former President Barack Obama, and take whatever... And it's a, this was a fishing trip. That's all. I mean, people go to Minnesota to do this every single summer. They go on fishing trips. Well, now the FBI is going South instead. They're going to Mar-a-Lago on a fishing trip. Where is the FBI agents that are like, I'm not participating in this. This is un-American. We're not a third world country. Mm -hmm. We don't go raid. We don't make a, a political figure, a criminal. Cause that's what they're doing. I mean, these, these guys are, so so you're here to tell me that you wouldn't support raiding barack obama's house no okay just because he was a former president 18 months removed from the presidency i'm just asking i'm just asking because he was so crooked and you know he did a lot of shit that i didn't like you're exactly Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. what about what about hillary and bill somebody better have been murdered and and I mean I'm and I mean, we are there's... and we are specifically well and I know what you're getting ready to say and we are specifically looking for information associated with that crime. Mm-hmm. You know, in America, we investigate investigate crimes, mm-hmm. not people. Right. You know, there's evidence of a crime. At this point, we have to go to the person, and if they don't want to work with us to try to help solve the crime, that's when you go get mm-hmm. a search warrant. No. The DOJ and the FBI are investigating a person looking for a crime. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. That's like, yeah. that's like me being in a car and a police officer has to ride with me. To find. To wait till I'm speeding. Yeah. And then once I am, boom. Mm-hmm. Now, I was with you now. I, I intruded upon your space. Mm-hmm. And now I have a crime. Mm-hmm. This ought to scare the shit out of everybody. And I, I, I mean, liberals too, because I, I'm really, really scared that if turnabout, if turnabout is fair play here, because it's easy to hold a grudge, it's, and it's going to be real easy not to forget this. Mm-hmm. And I mean to absolutely hate your political enemies, whatever you want to call them, the, mm-hmm. opposite, the opposite ideology of the way you think. Mm-hmm. I'm really scared that this could flip-flop. And when it does, if it does... No sane 
good person will ever run for office again. Mm. Because if it all if office all it turns into is just basically harassment mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, looking for crimes that might or might not be there, but you're going to have to intrude on. I just. You guys know what I mean. See, what I feel, what I feel about this whole thing is that um, they, the left and this Department of Justice in this administration, they are, they see Trump winning with his nominations. He nominates somebody, he endorses somebody. I'm sorry, he doesn't nominate. He endorses someone. They win by a landslide. Sure. And they are saying, well, we have to prevent this man from ever becoming an, be in elected in an office, especially the president. So we have to stop him. So what we're going to do is create this narrative that he's done something wrong. And so therefore we will raid his house. We will find something. And all it has done has backfired. In my opinion, that's what this is. You think it's backfired? I think it's backfiring. Yes, absolutely. Because You've got people on the left, the extreme left, going, wait a second, the FBI doesn't have the right to do this. This is unconstitutional. This is a former president. How dare you? Like, you better have a really good excuse. And so the F- so I think that this is a plan that has, has completely backfired on them. They want to paint Trump in this awful, awful light, and it's not working. Well, and, and you know, just this morning, so all week... Um, They've been saying there's classified documents. They're going after classified doc. These the National Archive has has, has paperwork missing, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I, I'll be the first to tell you guys, and if you guys know, please email bushelsandbarrels one at gmail dot com and, and and enlighten me as to how this works. Would Trump have actual paperwork? Mm-hmm. The National Archives. I'm not sure how all that works, but. I just, in today's world, in 2022, I don't see people carrying around physical paper. Hillary didn't. <laughs> All her classified documents were on a computer. Uh-huh. I don't understand why Trump would have 15 boxes of actual paper in his possession. If he did, I, I'm just, all I'm doing is I'm telling you what I've read and what I've seen. Same stuff a lot of you guys have. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing, though. Do you... I, Kevin McCarthy, he comes out, makes a tweet, you know, Mer- Merrick Garland, whenever we win back the house here in in November, clear your sl- clear your calendar. We're going to we're going to do some investigating on oh, all geez. this. Do you really think Kevin McCarthy and no. Lindsey Graham, no. you know, are going to do anything about this? They're going to get to the bottom of this. Both no. these guys, both these guys ha- have turned their back on Trump mm-hmm. before. Why why do we th- They're just going to talk tough right now and they're going to forget about it. But the problem is when they do, who's at hurt? us me and you mm. the people that's listening right now ultimately that's who it hurts and then i you know this morning before i came up here they said something about nuclear codes oh yeah what a freaking joke yeah. you're telling me that trump has had the nuclear code active not 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 just nuclear active nuclear cl- codes for 18 months after he's left office if that's the case, every single person in the DOJ, the FBI, and the CIA ought to be fired. But you know that's not the case. These people are grasping for straws. Of well, what, what they can... happens if, if like, well, no, that sounds too crazy. <laughs> so now, I, I'm not going to go. Now, I agree with that. what you just said, Jess. About what? Nothing is sticking with Trump. I mean, you no. had the Russia collusion, the fake dossier. Two impeachments. 
the molar probe, uh-huh. January 6th, nothing is sticking with this guy. And, mm-hmm. and this is just the, the, I don't know if this is the grand finale. I, I don't know. It just, it, 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 it scares the shit out of me for our country. Absolutely. Um, but remember in our conversation with Jeremy, when we were visiting with them, he said Trump was the most, because I asked about UFOs and if Jeremy knew of anything and he shared his theory and my, my whole thing is, excuse me. My whole thing with him is that he is the most transparent president that we have ever seen in our lifetime, in our experience with presidents, and maybe of all time. But he is so transparent that he unclassified these UFO documents, and I'm getting to my point, but he he called out the media for what they were. We wouldn't have known that the media was so corrupt because we were so channeled into, well, if the news is reporting it, it's got to be true. You know, of course, there's speculation of, well, they may not be giving us the whole truth, but this is the highlights of it, right? So he he started calling out the media, and then he unclassified all of these documents through his entire presidency, and then they're saying, well, he now has these classified documents in there. I would assume that every president, every former president, has some sort of unclassified document in their possession, because well, yeah. they, b- because they need it intentionally or unintentionally, right? But I think it's I think it's planned. They it's just known that they have unclassified documents because they have knowledge of all country, I guess. And I don't know a whole lot, but he is the most transparent president ever. And while we're talking about transparency, so I don't understand why they would try to go after this without uh, it. it I'm drawing, I'm drawing like gaps in this whole story because he is the most transparent president. But as we sit here and we talk about transparency, let's talk about something about this raid that was not transparent. Okay. Trump's lawyers were not allowed inside the home as the FBI was searching. Mm-hmm. That is wrong. Absolutely. That is, I, so that means that these, unpatriotic assholes in the FBI, and I'm going to call them what they are because they did it. That means they were free to walk in and plant whatever the F they wanted to. But there were also cameras on. They kept Surveillance? The cam- yeah, they kept the cameras on. Within the house? So, mm-hmm. Oh, so that's supposed to make me feel good. Well, I'm d- no, but I mean... It's very, it's very disturbing. It's very disturbing. And, and even if it, the cameras were on, it, it, they didn't even have to take whatever they were going to plant into the house. Sure. They could sure. have grabbed a file folder and said, hey, look what I found in this file folder. Mm-hmm. Once they get back to the office. Sure. Sure. Something that was never in the house. And, and then now it's like, how do you fight this? This is just, this is the most unjust thing ever. Mm-hmm. I... I <laughs> This is why your attorneys are allowed in a house as it's being searched. Yes. Think about how many crime stories like Datelines and things like that that we've watched Mm -hmm. where a a search party goes in, you know, be at your local law office and an attorney is there watching it happen. You know, keeping dibs on stuff, has a cell phone out, videotaping stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this wasn't allowed. And then you want to talk about equal protection under the law? (laughs) What a joke. Mm. Christopher Ray has Hunter Biden's laptop. Mm-hmm. You know, the same laptop where he is measuring crack and selling it. It is on video. Mm-hmm. We've all seen it on TV. Well, I mean, it proves collusion. Well, the fact of the matter is, is why aren't we going after him? Yeah, great question. We have evidence. Boom, you are guilty. Mm-hmm. 
Explain your way out of this, sir. If you want to see the contents on Hunter Biden's laptop, go to marcopolo.org. They have all of it. You can search anything you on it. It's crazy. In the conspiracy theory in, uh, theorists in me, uh-huh. these 87,000, and the House is voting on this today. It passed the Senate, you know, the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm-hmm. The House is voting on it today. It's going to pass. And Biden will probably have this son of a bitch signed into law before Sunday. Mm. But the conspiracy theorists in me thinks this is all coordinated and planned. Oh, absolutely. Let's go intimidate the shit out of Trump, a.k.a. Trump voters. Mm-hmm. And why Trump? Because Trump stands up for freedom and he stands up for the stuff that we believe. America first. America first. Yeah. Well, we're not going to, here in the Democrat Party, we're not going to accept that anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make an example out of Trump and we're going to hire 87,000 new armed IRS agents mm-hmm. to bully and harass you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. This is third world country shit. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Venezuela. Uh, Okay, here. I got two more things. Number one, Jess said something the other day that I didn't even think of. (laughs) This is the conspiracy theorist in her, and everybody loves (laughs) Jess's conspiracy theories. (laughs) Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) Well, we do because it makes you think. Okay. And something you said is you said, this is a head fake. Oh, yes. This uh, is a head fake. Yeah. This is this is the FBI. The DOJ doesn't have shit on Donald Trump. She didn't say shit. <laughs> doesn't have shit on Donald Trump. But they're making all of us look that way. What's going on that nobody's paying attention to? Yeah. And I've got some stories. And they're just stories. They're... they're but nobody's paying attention to them, but I'm going to. But you know what? I mean, we were just talking about the 87,000 armed IRS agents. That sure makes you stop thinking about them. Well, sure. This whole raid on Trump. Or or this whole act. Yeah. This whole Inflation Reduction Act. $783 billion Mm -hmm. being printed out of thin air. I don't care what Chuck Schumer says. It's not paid for. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so my whole theory was, Ryan, if Fox News is wall-to-wall, this is the only thing they are talking about. I think that that afternoon or the day after, Laura Ingram spoke about a few other topics, but at the same time, it was wall-to-wall with people's opinions, with speculation, with this, with that, but it was wall-to-wall coverage. Nothing but that. And I said, if Fox is doing this and only talking about this, what else is going on? What else is happening right now? What do they not want you to look at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even maybe Fox is falling for it. And that's the reason they're following it. Maybe. I, I, I'm just I'm just speculating yeah, here. Yeah. Maybe Fox is even falling for it. Mm-hmm. And there's something else. So there's a conspiracy idea around it. And I don't know that's true. I just always find it interesting <laughs> now. Well, yeah, because I'm I'm thinking, well, if 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 media is wanting you to look here, where else I'm, I'm I question everything. Me too. I have to. Me too. And it's it's just sad that you can't. It's so hard to trust anybody. It's you. You have to use your own discernment. Take the bits and pieces of all the media you get. Right. And, and then try to weigh it like what makes sense and what doesn't. Right. Right. Here's another thought that I had, and this this took me probably within his compound being raided. Me finding out about. I guess this happened on Monday morning, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't find out about it till Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Yeah, well, we had Uppy here, and we he was Uppy. our guest, and we, we we did the podcast with him. We did our podcast Monday morning. Uh huh. We so didn't like, even we didn't turn on the news. We didn't look at anything. We were just visiting. So Tuesday morning, 
is whenever I found out that this even happened. So mm-hmm. I was 13, 14 hours late to the party from when the news broke, mm-hmm. which is no big deal. And it, it didn't take me six, seven hours of sitting back and thinking about it going, you know, we got this horrible immigration problem. Millions of people coming across our southern border. And, and, and I know that not all of them are bad people. They are people looking for a better life. You know what they are? They're people who's running from this shit. Mm-hmm. Running this, into. <laughs> and, and, and can you imagine now? These people are at our southern border coming across, turning on the news to find out that everything that happens in the country they came from. Is getting ready to happen here. It just did happen here. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So maybe this is Biden's way of fighting an, uh, immigration. Hell, I'm going to make us nobody wants to come here either. yeah okay (laughs) no way but i I just i i know we're kind of all over the place on this right here guys but this there is so much this is just so important it's just there's so much wrong with with what has just happened and whenever you said are you surprised that this happened you asked me that this week and i said i'm not surprised i feel like the fbi has been raiding unconstitutionally raiding people in their homes. I mean, think about James O'Keefe. He was raided within the last six months. Well, and then there was a congressman who got his phone taken, taken right after from him. Mm-hmm, right after all that. And it's just like, it doesn't surprise me because they are extreme and they want their, their goal is to paint Trump as this terrible person. He's a, he's not American first. And you know, that's, that's not, that's not the truth. Right. So, and James O'Keefe, if you're not following Project Veritas, he exposes some of the most deep. I am so surprised. I told you this the other day. I'm so surprised that Project Veritas is not reported on more often. So you have to go out there and find it. So um, it's it doesn't surprise me because they are they are extreme and want to paint all of right to be number one extreme, to be number two just evil white supremacist terrorist you know so yeah yeah so that's their plan that's their goal yep and uh so real quick i want to go through the timeline with you guys just real quick of how of what has happened here this summer so on june the 6th we're just talking two months ago trump lawyers and the department of justice lawyers meet because the doj subpoenaed documents that they figured trump had Trump even made an appearance at this meeting. Very cordial guy is what they reported. They told him, thank you for, he told them, thank you for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it, when was this? June the 6th. June 6th. All's well on June 6th. Mm-hmm. He is cooperating. No matter what the media wants to tell you, he's cooperating with, with the authorities. June 22nd. Okay, so you guys know that even former presidents for the rest of their life have secret service around them right for protection june 22nd a secret service agent allegedly this is allegedly allegedly a plant from the biden administration who was put there to quote unquote guard president trump a secret service agent allegedly comes forward and said there is top secret info in mar-a-lago and tells the DOJ where it's located. 
at this point, the communication between Trump's lawyers and the DOJ's lawyers completely stopped. Huh. The F, on June 22nd, at that point, the FBI's focus switches to getting a warrant. And they finally get it. I mean, they started this process on June 22nd. And I know there were multiple stories I read since June 22nd, all the way through the month of July, mm -hmm. that said Trump is not cooperating with lawyers. With lawyers? With, with the DOJ lawyers. Okay. Which, see, now we know that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. They quit talking to him because they, they turned their focus on getting an, a warrant mm -hmm. to search his home. Well, they finally get this warrant. They got it Saturday. And they sat on it. They got it Friday or Saturday. And they sat on it. It was so important. They sat on it for two days until they knew that Trump was out of town. They perform the raid and not allow his lawyers inside. When the DOJ was asked about this a couple of days ago, why, why did you wait till Trump is out of town? Oh, they they think they're taking the high road here. Well, we knew if he was out of town, wouldn't there wouldn't be a big scene or anything like that? Mm. As like twenty four heavily armed FBI agents raided the place. Mm -hmm. How many cops did you see was sitting outside that place? The I've read reports that planes were flying over silently and peacefully executing a search warrant. That, there wasn't anything silent or peaceful about that. Do you know that evening that the raid happened, that there were so many vehicles with Trump flags on them driving by? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you saw that. And, on, and parked yeah. on the side of the road and uh -huh, everything. Uh-huh. That that's that's what I got there, uh, and that's that's everything I got for this Trump raid. I, and I'm sure b between now and next Friday, there's going to be a whole show's worth of new information come out, and and it's going to be up to us to try to discern what's a lie, what's not, and um, and how to fight it. But you know, I, I remember all of these people running on getting Trump. We're going to get Trump. If you vote for me, I'm going to get Trump. I'm going to help get Trump. None of that has happened. Yeah. Because he's he's got to be the most investigated person in the world. <laughs> oh, no doubt. He's, he's got to be the cleanest person in the world because yeah. they have not found anything. That's right. And it's just, it's really unfortunate. And Bill Federer, I've listened to on a few different podcasts. He's a historian and he talks about the social projection you know, back in 2020, when this happened, when they, well, when, when did Russia happen? It was during his presidency, the Russia, Russia, Russia. Um, well, it started with that fake dossier right before the election of 2020. Yeah. Or, the, 20, or 2018, I'm sorry. 2018. Okay. So <laughs> Bill Federer talks about the social projection. What is it? Well, it's whenever you're guilty of something, which Hillary and Russia collusion is a thing. And um, so you commit the crime and then you project that actually Trump has committed the crime. So instead of looking at us committing the crime, we're going to look at Trump committing the crime exactly. and that's social projection. What, so they're showing, yep. so they're, so in, <laughs> they're you accuse saying, other, yeah, you accuse others of something of what that you are done. truly doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's to me, I guess I woke up to that fact early on and that is what I've always, that's when my skeptic, Criticism started. Yeah. I just started being skept skeptical of everything being reported on because I knew that, gosh, my goodness. Yeah. This is nuts. We are living in a nutty time. We are. Mm-hmm.
as I say, we live in a nutty time. What I have a problem with, I mentioned this earlier, I have a problem with knowing that Chris Ray was installed by Trump in 2017. Okay? Yeah. He had so many staff changes in the last 30 days of his presidency. <laughs> Donald Trump did. Yes. Yeah. Trump did. So many changes, moves, um, firings, hirings, movements. If he didn't want Chris Ray there, he probably would have fired him just like he fired Coomer. So I so I have a hard time with connecting the dots. You mean Comey. Comey. I'm sorry. Yeah. Comey. <laughs> yeah. Coomer, somebody else. But Comey. Yeah. James Comey. Is it James? Yes. James Comey. Comey. Yeah. Yeah, he was the former FBI director. But, and he um, was a dirty sleazeball. Right. A lying dirty sleazeball. So he installed Chris Ray, Who the DOJ should be prosecuting, <laughs> but it's leaving him alone. Coomer. Comey. Comey. I'm sorry. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Got to get it right. Anyways, so I have a hard time with with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my, that I've, I've... <laughs> He had so many. He had so many moves at the end of his. But you guys, I mean, in all honesty, honey, you got to realize the FBI is merely carrying out what the DOJ told them to do. I know. Yeah. You look at it this way. Bring it down to local terms. This is kind of. It's not exactly, but kind of. The state's attorney Mm -hmm. just told the sheriff. Here's your warrant. Go look for something over right, there. Right, right. Okay. I mean, that's to break it down, and it's yeah. not exactly that way. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. That's I mean, in layman's I terms. Gotcha. Yeah, but if it's un- unconstitutional, you would think that somebody who's a real leader with some guts, you know, that's a real constitutional defender, you know, constitution defender, would not do well, yeah. something unconstitutional. And at this point right here, which we don't know what was in the warrant, and I got a feeling you're not going to find a whole lot of stuff was actually in that warrant besides this phony-ass nuclear deal, nuclear passcode bullshit, mm. which, I mean, and even if that is what is in that warrant, James, or Ray, is it, what's his name? Ray, last? Chris Ray. Chris Ray. Yeah. He, he would have seen that warrant, and if he was a patriot at all, would have been like, this is 18 months after he has left office. The, I mean, that's basically it's the same thing as holding a, a, a hotel key mm-hmm. and trying to go back to that exact and same room yeah. three yeah. months later and trying to use it. It's, think, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, so therefore, I mean, if you were a patriot, you'd be like, this is a witch hunt, and I am not going to put up with this. And if I was in his spot and somebody was trying to pull this on Barack Obama, I would resign. You would. I, I, okay. I would resign if they said, you're going to lose your job if you don't do this. I'd say, well, I'm going to out you as I'm going out because I'm not going to do this. This is not justice. <sighs> but that's the patriotic streak in me. Mm-hmm. I, I, even though I disagree with a Democrat and a liberal, you can bet your ass I'm going to stand up for justice. And if I think they're being wrongly accused or it's, it's a fishing expedition, I'm going to say something about it. Because, I, I mean, I mm-hmm. want... I'm not scared of the other side's ideology. I'm not scared of liberalism. Sure. I'm really not. And I'm glad that there are liberals out there that think the way they do, just in the in the arena of ideas, we need all the ideas. But see, these people are scared of my ideas. And instead of battling back mm-hmm. and wanting to talk to me about it and tell me why I am wrong or why I am misguided, mm-hmm. they just want to shut me up. Right. Well, I don't want to do that to a liberal. I don't want to shut them up. Yeah. Keep talking. That way I can tell people, hey, this is where you are misguided. This is where you're flat ass wrong. Mm-hmm. This is why I disagree with you. 
that is not reciprocated. No. But see, that's that's why I think I would make a good person for, you know, to work in a position where I decide whether or not whenever a higher up tells me you're going to carry out a warrant. I look at this warrant and says, I'm looking for what? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a part of this. Wow. But that's, and I, I really don't want to make the whole show about this. Okay. But moving on. Okay. Okay. Nancy Drunkalosi. <laughs> you ever heard of her? <laughs> yeah. Nancy Vodkalosi. Yeah. She has a, a son named Paul Vodkalosi Jr. Mm-hmm. Did you know that he went with her on her trip to, to Taiwan? Taiwan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does this sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Sounds like Hunter going everywhere with Biden. Yeah. Yep. And come to find out, he is the second largest investor in a $22 million Chinese telecom company. Mm. The fifth largest shareholder. You're kidding. <laughs> and Hunter Biden didn't do anything with Burisma. Mm-hmm. That's just all a lie, right? Sure. I, sure. The... Once again, I, I hate to point this out. And if it was Republican, I'd blow their ass up for it, too. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting here watching this right here. How many trips did Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump go with overseas to China with their dad? I have no idea. I don't remember one report of it happening. Yeah. And I'm not saying it didn't. But if it did, the left-wing media would have picked up on it big time and made fast. It a, made it a news What story. are they yeah. doing over there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, what board is he sitting on? Exactly. I don't think they ever found anything like that. So now do you know what the American dream is? You don't have to work hard. You don't have to do anything. Just make sure that you know somebody that's well-connected and in politics. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, you know, Nancy came out this last week and said that China was a free, the one of the freest countries in the world, too. So, so, so there's that. <laughs> continuing on with our FBI mm-hmm. is another story, but this is another another situation like hey if you're in the fbi where are you patriots is there no patriots in the fbi headline missouri sheriff says even under threat of arrest he will not release gun owners info to the fbi Mm -hmm. the fbi is in missouri right now Mm -hmm. sniffing around trying to find out all the gun owners information yeah concealed carry gun owners too right all of them all they want to know all of them why why? What's why is Missouri significant here? Yeah, you know? th- that's a good question. Why is Missouri significant? Why is the FBI doing this to begin with? Right. These people have a right to own a firearm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got a soundbite here. Judge Napolitano. I found this on TikTok and he did a fantastic job. It's a little over a minute. Check this out. It seems that the FBI is knocking on the doors of county sheriffs in Missouri and asking to see the names and addresses of those in their counties who have registered firearms with the right to carry them. Now, A, it's against the law for sheriffs or anybody who has this information in Missouri to share it with anybody unless it's been subpoenaed or ordered by a judge. And B, the FBI is not supposed to be engaged in fishing expeditions. So Senator Hawley, quite properly, when he learned about this from some of the sheriffs in Missouri, wrote a letter to Chris Ray, the FBI director, and basically said, what's going on? Senator Hawley asked him about it under oath earlier today. 
Here's Senator Hawley's rather restrained reply to FBI Director Ray's refusal to answer about what the hell is going on. I don't like the fact that the FBI is snooping around the concealed carry permit records of Missourians. I don't like it at all. I don't know what you want to do with it. I don't know what you're going to do with the information. But I don't like that you're putting our sheriffs in this position, and I'm disappointed that you're not ready to answer my question. It should be more than disappointment. The FBI is not allowed to engage. No law enforcement is allowed to engage in fishing expeditions. And when they show up at the sheriff's office, the sheriff should say, where's your warrant? And when they don't have one, goodbye. Send them home fishing expeditions Mm, mm -hmm. it seems like the fbi is the modern day build dance (laughs) just going on fishing yeah expeditions the fbi has absolutely no business poking around in the private information of those who have obtained a concealed carry permit whether Mm -hmm. you're in missouri or anywhere yeah do you think that um, what happened in Indiana with that with the guy with the gun? I, I mean, he shot the guy that was shooting other people. The hero, the patriot, yeah, the yeah. hero. The hero. Do you do you not think that this has something to do with that? This started before that. It did. This started this this uh this FBI investigating this started in mid July. Oh, or maybe early July. It was reported on in mid July. Okay. Okay. But. Uh, the sheriff, one of the sheriffs in, in Missouri said the Second Amendment rights of Missourians will absolutely not be infringed on my watch. I will use the full power of my office to stop the FBI, which has become relentlessly politicized and has virtually no credibility from illegal pr- illegally prying around in the personal information of Missouri gun owners. The trust in the FBI is at an all time low. I agree. The sheriff went on to say, you may wonder why there's such a strong suspicion of federal agents here in the show me state. Simply put, Missourians are hardworking, law-abiding citizens who don't need a national nanny state keeping tabs on us. But more than that, over the last couple of years, we've seen story after story of incompetence and corruption at the highest levels of the FBI, the sheriff said. Mm. He detailed that deep staters within the FBI under the Biden administration have tarnished the reputation of this once well-respected agency by targeting parents who expressed outrage over school curricula at Mm -hmm. school board meetings and the witch hunt against President Trump and his team, which continues. Yeah. You remember Ted Cruz had something this this week, last week maybe, um, about the, the documents that the FBI had training documents saying that people with a, a Betsy Ross flag, you know, they were extremists. Yeah. That was just, that was recently in the FBI. That Those were FBI documents saying that people, you know, sporting the Betsy Ross flag was they're, they're extreme. They're a threat to well, our, we our got, country. We've got an email at bushels and barrels one at gmail.com that you just read before we came on air. And I'm sorry, we're not getting to you guys' emails. There's just too much shit going on right now, mm. but we do read them. I promise. There's a 15 year old boy. Was that in Virginia? That emailed us? I can't remember. I think he was in Virginia. Okay. Said his teacher took down the American flag. There's supposed to be an American flag in each and every classroom Mm -hmm. of this school. Yeah. Took down the American flag and put up the the rainbow flag, the LGBTQFU uh, (laughs) plus minus whatever. Yeah. Okay. And and said something along the lines of, I cannot stand to look at at that flag. At the racist 
flag. The racist flag that represents the United States. Yeah. Yep. I have no idea the color of this teacher. Don't really even care. You know, where did patriotism go? It's still here. It is still here. Why? Where? In the higher ups of our government, where is the patriotism? It's still here. Well, how did we end up with a bunch of people that hate this country in control of it? I don't know. I, I, and I hate it. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Have you heard of the ACLJ? The American Center for Law and Justice. This came across. Oh, speaking of which, guys, I'm on Twitter now. I've decided against <laughs> just basically being a troll. Yeah. And I have switched my name to Bushels and Barrels on Twitter. So if you want to go follow me, go ahead. I'm, I do a lot of commenting. I'm probably not going to do a whole lot of posting. I will do posts every once in a while. I, I am not on Twitter, but you are on Twitter. And it is a sewer. Yeah, oh, yeah. It is an absolute sewer. I went to what's trending yesterday just to see what's actually trending on Twitter. It is all liberal garbage. Yeah. Like, every bit of it. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Just horrible. I can't wait for something to go viral on Project Veritas, and so you can see that, because they get get to where they go viral on there. Yeah. Not very often, but they do. They they get it, and they go with it. Yeah. and people are afraid, well, I think Twitter and YouTube are afraid to silence that because they have sued and won. Project Veritas is, has won right. those cases. So uh, they know better than to But the one good thing, I, the one good thing there is about Twitter is there are a lot of conservatives who I really like that's on there. Mm-hmm. And they're not afraid to share stories and, and, mm-hmm. and, and give their opinions. You were retweeted by Bo Snurdly. I was. <laughs> Bo Snurdly, the former call screener of the Rush Limbaugh show, retweeted <laughs> one of my comments. I was so excited when you came downstairs, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's got to make your day. Yeah, it did. That would make my totally day. Did. I totally mean, that'd did. make my week. Maybe my year. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that's you so know, cool. Twitter has Marjorie Taylor Greene on it now, mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ted oh, Cruz, they un- okay. Yep, she's okay. back on it. Ted Cruz, Lauren Boebert, uh, Okay. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. It's just a cat turd. If you're not yeah. following cat turd, you got to go follow cat turd. He's awesome. Yeah. But I, I mean, they do have some conservatives on there. So, and these conservatives share stories. These stories end up right like this week on this podcast. I would have never known about this one right here, except some, somebody shared it. Mm-hmm. The L- ACLJ, the American center for law and justice. I'm going to read this and prepare for your jaw to hit the effing floor there this is what they're fighting for their pro-life organization the state of new york passed one of the most barbaric abortion laws in the u.s history essentially making it legal to abort a baby at any stage of pregnancy up to the moment of birth it even removes legal protections for babies born alive from botched abortions that's bad enough right That's bad enough. Would you agree with that? Mm -hmm. Now, other states are trying to do the same thing, but they need to up the ante a little more. This is not a lie, folks. Look it up. California and Maryland are considering bills that could allow infanticide, preventing even an investigation where a born-alive infant dies up to 28 days after being born. You can't look at these bills 
or these laws that they are trying to pass and not say that they're e- they're not evil. You can't look at this and say these people are not evil. They want the best for America. I don't they- know one effing conservative or rhino Republican that would support that. Liz Cheney, maybe. I don't even think she would. I don't know. 28 days after being born. That that's a one oh, month old. So so now okay, and I don't even want to play this game. So what 29, I guess you 29 days you become a human? Do you know what this tells me? It tells me that this has already happened. That there are, You're probably right. There are crazy people out there and that and this well, has already happened. Governor Ralph Northam, uh-huh, out of Virginia before Yunkin took over, he was the guy that said the, uh, that a woman should be able to have the child and then have 24 hours to decide whether keep the baby comfortable, he said. And then decide whether or not you keep them. I, I just, these people, once again, I, 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 I've said this before and I want to reiterate to you guys, they're not stupid. They are evil. Mm-hmm. This is evil. Mm-hmm. Bad. Oof. How that- anybody, I read this, how anybody could vote for a Democrat I, I I will never understand because this is the party's. This is the party. This is the party that does this type of thing, and it's wrong. It's wrong. That's a baby. That's a life. That's exactly right. How, okay. That's I That's don't. It's disgusting. Want, it is. It's awful. Oh, moving on. You got me all worked up. Well, this is an easy week to be worked up. Mm-hmm. New Orleans COVID vaccine mandate for five-year-olds will force kids to miss school. Have you seen this? No. In Louisiana? New Orleans, Louisiana. Huh. Washington, D.C. announced its vaccine mandate. For five-year-olds to go to school? Well, and their mandate is you have to be vaccinated. Every kid 12 and older has to be vaccinated to go to school. Oh, geez. There's been a lot of issues raised with that because mm-hmm. a lot of your students in Washington, D.C. are black. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, a lot of the black community is not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, 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 I have no idea if it's a socioeconomic thing. I, I really don't know. I don't have any clue. You know, the Democrats, I'm sure, would say, well, they don't have access to health care, so therefore they can't get it, which is absolute bullshit. Right. You can walk down to any damn health department and get a shot. Yeah. And they're just sitting there waiting on you. Sure. So why this is, but New Orleans is one-upping it. They're bringing the age bar down to five-year-olds. Mm. If a five-year-old is not fully vaccinated, they're not going to be allowed to attend school. And the Wall Street Journal reported that 52% of those aged 5 to 17 in New Orleans have completed their vaccinations. So that means basically half of them are vaccinated and the other half isn't. So that means half of these kids won't be allowed to go to school. And a thought that I had about this. This is unbelievable. And a thought that I had about this, because I'm on the school board. Think about this. Part of the funding for a public school is student attendance. Uh Uh-huh. I remember whenever I was a senior, there was this thing called Senior Skip Day. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't remember which administrator it was, and it doesn't matter. But the administrator was like, 
well, can you at least come to school for 20 minutes so we can count you as attended <laughs> and get our money? Yeah. Now, I wonder how long it's going to be before the district, this New Orleans school district, sees a loss of income due to half their customers mm. not buying their service, a.k.a. kids' asses sitting in a classroom in a seat. And I... And, you know, just reading all the all the shit that we read every day about equity. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to be equal. Mm-hmm. If you're a man, you identify as a woman, you're equal. we must yeah. accept you. Yeah. That way things are equal. If you are a human and want to identify as a dog or a cat, we must accept you. It's got to be equal. Mm. If you're openly gay and want to express some sort of physical affection to your partner... You shut up. You just take it because we're all equal. Mm -hmm. But by God, if you aren't vaxxed, we are no longer equal. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to go to school. Mm -hmm. Figure that one out for me. I bet there's a mass exodus of children in, in the public school system. I can't imagine being, you know, going to public school. Or having my, my, you know, Alden registered to go to school and then saying, well, he's got to have this vaccine, this COVID vaccine, this very specific COVID vaccine to attend school. I would say, well, this is nah, not, this is a forced exodus. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I bet it's a mass exodus. I bet children, families are saying absolutely not. Maybe for me as an adult, that's my decision. And my doctor has told me that I need it. So I go get it. But I mean, you've got, you've got people dropping in the streets, everywhere, this this adult syndrome, sad, uh, the, the Sads. yeah, the sudden adult syndrome, sudden adult death syndrome is what yeah. they labeled it as, right? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So you've got all that. So what what happens here in six nine months when we see this with children? Are they going to just call it SIDS again? Well, I hope we well, don't. And not SIDS. I, I, I hope but, we don't. But oh, absolutely, well, right. But 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 you can't. There is correlation between what happened, what has happened. Well, the introduction of this, these, these types of vaccines. Well, I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just saying there is correlation between the two and they're silencing. They locked up Dr. Simon Gold for 60 days. She's on like day maybe 12 now because of her, because she spoke out against it and she's in jail for 60 days. Anyways, I, this is unbelievable. It's really unbelievable in, in the United States of America that this is happening in the public school system, state-funded, federally-funded school system. It's unbelievable. Right. Well, once again. it's what, what, It was unbelievable whenever they would fire people for not getting a vaccine worldwide. Yeah. And then the U.S. military, mass exodus of, of military men, you know, and women. If you don't buy into our woke ideology now, and if you don't get this shot now— you are going to be let go. Yep, fired. Yeah, I it's know. it's unbelievable. And hey, now well, and now the children, it's unbelievable. Once again, like that profound thought that I I wonder what the immigrants coming across the southern border, the people that are legitimately looking for a better life. I'm not talking about your human traffickers and your drug smugglers because mm-hmm. they're not all human traffickers and drug smugglers. Uh-huh. I still disagree. They're trying to come in here illegally, but mm-hmm. they're not all criminals. I wonder what they are thinking if they are paying attention the ones that are paying attention to this i wonder if they cross the border they start seeing all this shit 
Who knows? A few of them might listen to this podcast. They're not thinking. Go, they're being taken care of better than anything that their country would have well, offered. Well, there's a hell of a lot of them getting bust to Washington, D.C. and New yeah. York. Did you see where Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, said that uh, he's going to start sending busloads of New Yorkers down to uh, uh, Texas? No. Because we're sending all these immigrants up to New York. Oh. You know what I got to say to Eric Adams? What? Dude, they're already trying to get down there. <laughs> they're they're already to get the leaving. hell out of your place. Yeah, they're already leaving. You dumb son they're... of a bitch. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you you're going to show Greg Abbott, aren't you? Uh-huh. No, they're they're already leaving. For real. They're going to yeah. have a mass, massive problem here with their <laughs> lack of taxes coming in here real soon. Right, right. <laughs> oh, no. This is nutty. I, three years ago, three years ago, you couldn't have told any American... Oh, they're gonna they're gonna mandate a, a vaccine, or else you're not gonna work, or else you're not, and you're not gonna go to school. If you don't have this vaccine, you're not gonna go, be able to go to college. You're not gonna be able to um, walk in and not wear a mask. If we would have known this, if somebody would have said three years from now this is gonna be mandated all across the country, all across the world, yeah, we would have looked at that person and said, "You are nuts. We will never stand for that." <laughs> and here we are. Yep. That's exactly just, right. I mean, just take us back just three years. Next story on okay. an all-out assault on the American way of life. Headline, outrageous. EPA agents are flying helicopters over Texas oil fields to crack down on methane emissions from drilling. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that I'm just... Uh, <laughs> is this a real It's story? a real story. This is, I mean, we're laughing. You're laughing. I'm laughing. Because it's the dumbest thing ever. At the end of Obama's administration, they tried to do this stupid thing called uh, methane sequestration. And they and the EP, he tried to let make the EPA enforce it all. Luckily, Trump won, and this all got shot down. But I know a couple people here in the small, small Illinois basin. You know, we really don't produce that much oil compared to Texas, North Dakota, wherever. But... You are going to have to buy this super duper expensive equipment to put on your tank batteries to capture what natural gas might be drifting off of your oil up into the atmosphere. And basically what it was going to do is just going to basically make a bunch of us just stop producing oil because we can't afford this stuff. Mm. You know, we can't afford these high high price systems. I mean, you're probably talking $20,000 per tank battery. Jeez. Per tank battery. So imagine if I had to do that for every one of my tank batteries. Yeah. You think I'm going to do that? No. I'd just shut the damn well down. Yeah. Be cheaper. Yes. Well, it, whatever. Which, it's, whenever you have, and we are such small potatoes here in the Illinois Basin compared to everybody, but whenever you have everybody starting to do that, you know, you got to remember a lot of your oil that's produced in the United States is produced by not Exxon, not Mobil, not, not uh, Occidental, or, or you name the big company, Chevron. A lot, a lot, a lot of the oil that's produced in this country is by small, independent producers. The oil companies actually, the oil industry actually, a lot of ways, uh, mirrors farming. Mm, mm -hmm. There's not that many huge corporate farms, mm -hmm. like Tyson Foods owning a bunch of acres and farming it. Yeah. I mean, it, there is, most of the, most every farm in America is the equivalent of, Ryan Peter Farms or mm -hmm. Tony Reed Farms or, you know, just mm -hmm. small producers. Co to Cody Gayard Farms. I, it's very, very small producers, but there's a bunch of us. Mm -hmm. Will you start throwing restrictions on us that make us so it's not worth it to do it? Where do you think this is going to go? South. 
bad. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. Crackdown on methane emissions. The flyovers will use infrared cameras to inspect hundreds of oil and gas activities in the Permian Basin. For those of you who don't know, that's in West Texas and Southeast New Mexico. I, the first thing I think is, how many emissions that effing helicopter putting out while you guys are out here looking for emissions? Mm. <laughs> Good point. If you're all about controlling emissions, you sure are burning a hell of a lot of them to try to find emissions. Just trying to find them, yeah. I wonder how red that thing is going over a cattle farm in Texas. (laughs) Not very. Well, that's what I mean. (laughs) I was going there. I was going there. Well, this damn helicopter better be flying over cow's asses, too. Yeah. To to use their infrared camera to see how much methane's being farted out. Oh, jeez. Or burped, whatever. Yeah. This is so nutty. I'm to the point silly in the united states of america if 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 your branch of government if your branch of government's acronym is three letters we just need to fire you and get rid of it like not fire you but fire the just get rid of the entire organization let's let's go through those three letter acronym organizations epa get rid of them Mm -hmm. cia get rid of it Mm -hmm. FBI, start over. Department of DOJ, start over. You notice how all these three-lettered acronym branches of government are just destroying us. Mm -hmm. And I didn't vote for anybody in the EPA. Where the hell do they get all their power? Right. (laughs) The people that are voted in. Give them the power. So now, I mean... uh, Let me continue on. Okay. The EPA proposed new regulations on the oil and gas industry's methane emissions in November of 2021. The agency is mulling whether to declare areas of West Texas and New Mexico in violation of federal limits on ozone pollution. So, we're going to get after these guys because they're emitting methane, right? Uh A greenhouse gas. (laughs) Headline. Mysterious bubbles in Puget Sound. University of Washington researchers track hundreds of seeping methane gas plumes. What? Natural sources of methane gas in aquatic estuaries aren't rare. These UW guys have identified have identified 349 methane plumes coming up through the bottom of the, the lake floor, the sound floor. In Tor Borkland... An oceanographer from the University of Washington thinks 350 is a very conservative figure. The difference in Puget Sound is that the methane is coming in from the seafloor. This shit is coming out of the seafloor, which is not new. From the big faults out there, he said. It tells you that there's an enormous amount of methane dissolved in Puget Sound seawater that gets emitted into the atmosphere and tells you something about which of the branches the fault lines, are allowing gas and fluid to pass upward through them. On the the Washington coast, methane vents were first discovered in 2009. Ten years later, a comprehensive study by researchers, researchers from the University of Washington and Oregon State University found more than 1,700 plumes about 30 miles offshore. Methane naturally coming out of the seafloor. Cancel the ocean. We've got to get rid of the ocean. 
Is it, Ryan, is the EPA flying helicopters over there to, get to, rid of the to ocean. measure that and decide if we can sue Mother Nature? <laughs> that's how. That's why I laugh. This is a joke. It's a horrible. Oh, but this this report, this article, where is it from? Uh, this one was from Science Daily, I believe. Yeah. Well, this this is not being reported on ever anywhere. That's what I'm here for. See, whenever I read stupid shit like the EPA's flying over oil fields looking for methane emissions, mm-hmm. I got a memory. Uh-huh. And whenever I read other shit, like it's naturally being secreted out of the ocean floor, ending up in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Well, well, if it's methane, it's methane. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Pull quote from the article also reads, previously, UW scientists believe rising ocean temperatures could be releasing frozen methane. But more recent research strongly suggests methane along the Pacific coast is emerging from old sites connecting to shifts in tectonic fault lines, not warming temperatures. You know, the warming temperatures, they're blaming all of us humans on promoting it. It's our fault there's warming temperatures. Oh, wait, wait. It's tectonic fault lines that's releasing this methane, not human interaction with fossil fuels. Now, my question is, EPA, you guys are the dumb sons of bitches that's trying to control all of this. How are we going to stop this tectonic plate movement? Next thing you stop know. Stop drilling oil. Because <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem. That's what causes the, the, the plates to move. <laughs> well, yeah, they want you to believe that in some yeah. cases. Yeah. That fracking is causing earthquakes. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, next thing you know, there's going to be man-made tectonic change. It's <laughs> <Right>. so <laughs> far-fetched. It's so far-fetched. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would say those are the buttheads of the week, for real. Yeah, the, the EPA is definitely the ass of the week. Yeah. I'm, I'm not queued up to do that right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is that? We know what that is. You have an update? I do. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We have a trans update. Headline, elite all-girls school in Nashville now admits anyone who identifies as female can enroll. Oh. You hear me? An all-girls school. Now, if you just identify as a female, you're allowed to go. Hmm. Harpeth Hall, H-A-R-P-E-T-H. You ever heard of Harpeth Hall? I have not. I haven't either, but I guess it's an elite. Prestigious. I guess. There's nothing elite about what they're doing here. Right. Harpeth Hall's policy does not allow... This is the irony in all this. Harpeth Harpeth Hall's policy does not allow biological females who identify as men to enroll in school. So let me get this straight here. If you are truly a female, if you were born with ovaries and you menstruate and you have boobs, but you identify as a man... But you're truly a female. 
you aren't allowed to go to this school. But if you're the opposite. But if you're a boy. If, if you're a me, boy. Me. Yeah. And you if identify. If I just want to say I'm going to be a girl and I'm going to go to Harpeth Hall. They were going. They, I can go. Well, you know, there aren't very many women that change into men. You just don't hear about them. Yeah, there's probably, but the ones that, like I said, the one, like I've said before, the <laughs> ones that do, it just takes once. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> For a single guy to go down that path, yeah. that'd suck. Yeah. Well, anyway, <clears throat> it doesn't, that's, that, well, aren't they discriminating? <laughs> that's kind of what I, <laughs> Well, you know what's stupid oh, is is a man can great. identify as a woman and go to Harpeth Hall. Let's say that we have a daughter and I want to send her to this elite school because for whatever reason, that's where I want to send my daughter. They've got and the program. They've yeah, got whatever the, it is. the contacts. Right. Yeah, okay. whatever it is. And then our daughter goes in the ladies' room to use the restroom. She walks out of her stall to find this guy with a boner standing <gasps> there. But the guy identifies as a woman. You know, because like in Leah Thomas's uh, locker room, some of those girls was complaining, were complaining. They I'm were, sorry, yeah, they were. That he was aroused in un- there, uncomfortable, absolutely naked and aroused. Mm. <laughs> but I guess some parents, you know, they they read this story and they they uh, online, you know, they go to battle, mm-hmm. and I guess they noted that this McCallie School, a Tennessee based all boys school does not offer enrollment to biological females who identify as men. McCallie only admits students who are biologically male and who identify as male. The private school's sexual identity and orientation policy reads, good for them. I can't believe you would even have to have that. <laughs> Ain't that no shit. We have wasted so much time welcome, being confused. Welcome to America. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And you know, so here's what I, about this McCallie's, McCallie school that says only true boys can be in this school just because you say you're a boy and you're a girl you're not coming right how long till a lawsuit for those guys well you know it's coming I mean if they're private they can do whatever they want right yeah but yeah I'm pretty sure they, they, will they can be, they'll be faced with a lawsuit well but we'll see what happens I just can't imagine that that is even going to go anywhere I hope you're right that's nutty oh how silly yeah. And confused. That was the last story I have. Okay. Let's talk about yeah. something fun. How did you like that Uppy interview? You know, I really, I finished it yesterday and it's been a few days since. And um, I went to dinner with Mike and Kim Burkhart. Travis was there. Um, Cody and Nicole were there with Reagan. And then Uppy was there. And it was kind of like a, a farewell dinner. And we just we just met and had some pizza and it was a good it was a good visit. Uppy and I were chatting and he said, We missed so much. And I said, I know. When I was going back and listening to it, we could have hit on so many other things too. I bet we could have talked for five hours. Yeah, for it was sure. already a two hour podcast. Uh, and you guys had been talking. I, I was making him lunch and you had been talking for an hour already. Oh, asking yeah. him things. And you're like, I'm going to stop talking about this because I want to ask you on the podcast so we can, you know, chat and get to know each other and just give your perspective and this and that. So right. it was awesome. I really enjoyed his visit. He's such a gentleman. Um, he is a great guy. Oh, my Manners. goodness. Oh, my goodness. You know, something that he did. Uh-huh. And Uppy, if you're listening, and I know you will. Something that I noticed that just people don't do anymore that I'm going to try to do a better job of. 
Jess made some steak and taters and things like that for supper. Made a nice spread and laid it all out in the kitchen. Then we make your plate and you go to the, the dining room to eat. Mm-hmm. Up he makes his plate. He takes it in the dining room and sets it down where mm-hmm. he's going to sit to eat. But he doesn't sit down mm-hmm. because you, the Me. preparer of the meal, right. were not in there yet. Right. I was getting your plate ready. I was getting Alden's plate ready. Drinks, all that. There are, there's just, uh-huh. as much as we bitch on this show, and there's a lot to bitch about, there's still some really, really good people in this world. Well, I think that that is a respect. It's it's almost like a lost uh, art is, you know, dinner etiquette yeah. and, and politeness and, yeah. and having manners. And those, I would consider that having manners. My mom and dad taught us, you know, you don't sit down until the, the person who served the food. That's what you do. If you go to someone's home, that's right. what you do. Um well, you know, like some more manners. Whenever we're out to eat with a crowd of people, mm-hmm. the server brings food. Obviously, it doesn't all come at the exact same time. Right. Sets, sets the food down in front of you. Yeah. But the person that you're there with hasn't got their food yet. You don't start eating yet. Right. Just because your food's sitting there yeah. doesn't mean you're just, well, yeah. according to politeness and etiquette, you don't just start eating. And we you ran, wait till everybody's food yeah, is there. We ran into that last night. Uh, Mike hadn't had his, he, he had ordered something. He hadn't got his food yet. And so we were all waiting just out of politeness. I think that's just kind of a, right. a thing. And it ended up being like 40 minutes after everybody had gotten their food and um, but nobody ate. They just they well, waited on mics. Or I think eventually Mike we probably were like, said, "Just go, go ahead. And eat. Just don't worry yeah. about it." Yeah. Um, now, <laughs> I wish Alden could spend more time with Uppy, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because yesterday, <laughs> I had ordered these pizza rolls, and then I had ordered a pizza, and I brought home the pizza to you, and you were unable to make it because you were working. You were busy getting ready to prepare for today. Not with the podcast, but with work. So you weren't you weren't there. So Alden and I were sitting next to each other, and Alden wanted to sit next to Uppy, which is fine. Uppy had gotten um, a hamburger and fries, and we had ordered something different. Well, I didn't get Alden fries, and Alden wanted his his French fries, Uppy's French fries. <laughs> so he looked at me and he said, "Mommy, can I have a French fry?" And I said, "No, those are not your French fries." And Uppy looks at him and he says, "If you would ask properly, then I would offer you one." <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And I said, so let's sit in our chair properly and let's use our napkin properly. Yeah. And let's ask properly. And then maybe he will share with you. Right. Uh, because it's very kind for him to share his French fries with you. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> there was one time it made me laugh really hard because remember, he's only four. We don't live in the South and we don't have this people having manners all around you constantly. Right. You don't have in the South. It's more likely that, that that's going to happen. Not here in Illinois. Which is fine. So, <laughs> Uppy, Alden asked for another French fry. Well, Uppy picks a French fry and hands it to him. And Alden looks at him and says, no, that one's too small. My <laughs> <laughs> belt fell over and I said, no, that's not how we act. You, you receive that that he's sharing with you as the one that he gives you. You don't ask for a different one. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a four-year-old, it's it's hard to get him to understand, but he's getting he's getting better at dinner etiquette, and it's it's very very hard to to teach table manners. Oh yeah, you know, to, yeah, absolutely. To a, to a toddler, essentially, well, he's, a, it, he's a preschooler. Yeah, especially when we're not mm-hmm. in that situation where you just see him every day, yeah, all the time. Yeah. So, um, no, I would love for Alden to hang out with Uppy yeah. all the time. He's I would be, I would love that. He's a top notch figure. You ask properly, and I may share one right, with you. Right. Right. <laughs> 
I was like, yeah. yeah exactly. Because <laughs> most people would be like, here's the plate of, you know, pick whatever you want. Have all of them. Right, you know? right. But I love that. Yep. So we we enjoyed him ha- as a guest and really, really, really eye-opening, I think, to to his culture and our culture. And it was good. We could have talked for hours on the podcast just chatting. Um, well, how, what did you think about it? Honestly? Uh-huh. Of all the podcasts we've done, mm-hmm. and I've, I'm proud of all of them. I think they're all pretty good. Some are better than others. Sure. But I'm proud of all of them. That one was the best. You like that one the most. That that interview with Uppy. Uh-huh. And, and talking about tough stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. issues. Mm-hmm. You know, and the compare and contrast to America mm-hmm. versus Australia. Mm-hmm. And I, that was, I'm going to say that was my favorite. Okay. Although after I listen to this one today, it might be my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, intelligence and passion make good listening. Sure. And sure. Absolutely. We, I felt like with Uppy, it was an intelligent conversation mm-hmm. and it was passionate, mm-hmm. you know, being about guns, you know, mm-hmm. you can't have a gun in Australia for personal protection mm-hmm. that you can't use that as a reason. And I think a lot of people forget in America, the reason we have a second amendment amendment is, is somewhat for personal protection, but it's protect us from the government. Yes. You know, a tyrannical government, mm-hmm. which if this government is not tyrannical, Right now, I I don't know what is. Mm -hmm. However, I'm not encouraging anybody to go shoot or do anything like that. Not at all. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know. I that was a that was a great interview. It's been a hell of a podcast week. Mm -hmm. Two on Monday, and here we are Friday. And folks, we don't have that I know of anything planned now, all the way through fall harvest. So every Friday we should be here. We should be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Real quick, got a buddy that I want you guys, I'm not going to say their name, but they lost their kid um, yesterday. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure how old the kid was. He had a driver's license. But um, a parent's worst nightmare, and I just ask that uh, you pray to to Jesus Christ that you you bring peace and healing to his family as they're going through this, and and then that Jesus Christ holds this young man's soul as close to him as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Well, we can just pray for that family right now Let's and just it. say, you know, thank you, Jesus, for, for showing them joy, comforting them, surrounding them with, um, with the comfort that they need and, uh, the peace that they need with this, with the situation and, and, um, show them joy and happiness in the moments that they need them and, um, hope, hope for the future. Also, I want to pray for Uppy and his travels back to Australia as he starts this morning. He's already started his travel back and uh, keep him safe. And um, I pray for pray for safe travels and a smooth travel all the way until he gets home. Amen. 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 Good one. Mm, that's tough. Yeah, that is tough. Well, all this right. has been a very passionate program here today. I think mm-hmm. I think it was a good one. And, uh, you know, folks. Keep flying your flag. Yeah. I mean, we can't have staff this now. <laughs> no. We we gotta you need you don't have to be an asshole, but you don't have to be but you don't have to be nice either. Mm. Well you need to keep fighting. As long as you speak truth. You just speak truth, exactly. Boldly. Mm-hmm. And keep flying those flags. Call your Congress people. Even even if you think I'm just one person and my Congress person it's ain't not gonna make any difference. Well, it will, 
Because if you do it, and then a million other people do it, you might make a difference. Mm -hmm. These people don't want to lose power. Mm -hmm. Right. So they're going to have to listen to us a little bit. Right. But don't give up on America. I'm not, I'm never going to give up on this country. And Jesus is still sitting on that throne. Yep. He hadn't moved. And Jesus is watching all of this. Oh, yeah. And he sees us. I think there's a, yeah, yeah. But. Oh, yeah. Keep flying your flag. And if it's tattered and torn, put a new one up. Damn it. It's time to be proud Americans. I, I, I sincerely believe that. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. It's time to stand. Is Leah Thomas still a boy? He is always or been a boy. Is Will Thomas not a girl? <laughs> <laughs> Leah Thomas is, is always going to be a boy. That's right. <laughs> well, I think we'll call her good right there. How about right. you? Sounds of Summer continue. Yes. This is a song that you might hear in our pool this weekend. Oh. You ready? Let's oh, do it. Wait a second. What? Happy birthday. Early birthday to Nicole. Yes. Yeah. Happy early birthday, sister. Yeah. Happy early birthday. <laughs> okay. So your sounds of All summer. Right. It's your turn. Jeremy's turn was last week. Jeremy's turn was last week. Then I let Uppy pick one, which is oh, perfectly right. good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is mine. This is something okay. you might hear at our pool this weekend. Yes. So. You were born an American. Don't forget to be one. Never give up. We'll see you guys next Friday. Adios. Why you always in a mood? Fucking around like I'm brand new. I ain't trying to tell you what to do, but try to play cool. Baby, I ain't playing by your rules. Everything look better with a view. Why you always in a mood? Fucking around like I'm brand new. I ain't trying to tell you what to do, but try to play cool. Baby, I ain't playing by your rules. Everything look better with a view. I can never yeah. When I start to feel I'm unattached Somehow I was in a feeling bad Baby, I am not your dad Is that all you want from me? I just want your company Girl, it's obvious Elephant in the room I'm where part of it Don't act so confused You look starting it Now I'm in a mood Now we arguing in my bedroom We play games of love To avoid the depression We've been here before And I won't be a victim